Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Tantric Lounge. I'm here with my co-host, Xavier Watercane. Hello, Xavier. Greetings, world. And we have yet another fascinating person for you to meet today, Leah Smith, who is, well, I suppose she's a bit of a sex geek, but really more of a sound geek. And we're going to be talking to her about the link between uh, sound and sex and intimacy and all these wonderful things because I've attended. In fact, we've both attended Leah's workshops before. Yes, Harmony Through Harmonics. That's not the name of the sh- the, the workshops, but this is just the general tenor of the show today. Oh, tenor. Oh, another another funny. You're, just, you're really on, on the ball today, aren't you? I am. I'm just, I am. And tell mm. us what is the latest things that are happening on Planet Jacqueline. Yes, yes. Let's all talk about moi first before we introduce Leah. Um, <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> go no, on. Be quite so rude, Saviour. Okay, go on. I think I'm your boss in this radio show, aren't I? Oh, really? I think you're supposed to be being rude to me. Really? I know, although I suppose that's never stopped you, has it? No. No, no, never would either, would it? No. 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 Okay. Yes, lots of good things are happening. So I've got some um, retreats coming up in November and March. So I might just do a little bit of a plug for those right now. So in November, up in the Blue Mountains, just outside Sydney, in fact, where Leah is calling in from today, um, I will be running a women's retreat on the second weekend of November for women only. And it's absolutely beautiful getting in touch with yourself and your sexuality. And spring is beginning to have sprung. Oh, it is so beautiful in the mountains at that time of year. Stunning. Mm. And then two weeks later, I will be running another couples retreat up there. It's already half full, so don't Which, of delay. course, will just be even further into spring in the Blue Mountains. Oh, yes. I can't wait. It's going to be lovely, lovely, lovely. My gardener tells me that the buds of the plum blossoms have begun to oh. open themselves. Oh, my gosh. It's just yes, like and a and medieval I've got, Japanese. Yes, and I've got ch- cherry trees in my garden as well, and they, they'll blossom a little later. Yes. They'll say hello to the world. In spring. In their little buddy way. They'll just go. Yes. In case the listeners are wondering what on earth you're talking about, Xavier actually does have a house in the Blue Mountains as well with a beautiful garden, which it seems is blossoming. Yes. Um, Anyway, but we're supposed to be talking about me. Yes. So um, also particularly for our international listeners or anyone who wants to get away and have an absolutely amazing time, the next Bali retreat is in March. So all of that is up on my website. So if you'd like to book in. I would love to see you. And the 30 Nights of Nookie? Yes, so the 30 Nights of Nookie is coming along. So that is um, a program that I'm doing with Durex and Women's and Men's Health magazines. Durex are the famous condom. Well, they do all sorts of things. Well, for the Americans, that's a rubber. Don't they say condom? No, they say rubbers. Which is very confusing because for us, rubbers are pencil erasers. Erasers, yes. So that brings in all sorts of interesting imagery that you wouldn't normally associate in any way. Anyway, but they do they do, do other products as well. So, um, yeah, so everyone's being invited or couples are being invited to sign up for 30 nights of nookie, nookie being another Australian word, which means kind of having fun and being carnal, carnal knowledge. Not necessarily. That's ah. the thing about nookie. It doesn't actually have to include intercourse. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if we're sort of saying a bit of nookie, it might just be a bit of making out or stuff like oh, that. okay. Anyway, so I've developed this 30... 30-day program and every evening uh, or obviously another time of day if you prefer, you, there's a lovely activity for you to do. And it's all free 
and um, it's fun and I'm quite excited to be part of this. So if anyone wants to sign up for their free 30 Nights of Nookie, go to 30nightsofnookie.com.au. That's three zero nights of nookie, N-O-O-K-I-E. Yes. Dot com dot au. Yes. And there's an absolutely enormous photo of me. I can't believe how big the photo of me is. Bigger than life. Almost. Yeah. Depends on the size of your screen, I guess. Yes. So, um, yes, so that's going on as well. And my new website's about to launch. My new program's about... I want to keep going on about that because I've been going on about it for weeks, but it's amazing how long it takes for the, all the final little things to come together, but... Yes, and especially the bu- the button, the back-end oh, button. Oh, yes, our back-end button. Which will be going on your front end. For, yes. For those of you who were feeling a generous impulse yes. to help us stay independent yes. and to uh, maybe donate a little bit money towards yes. keeping this show So happening. anyone who wants to press my button... When the button's up, we'll let you know. Yes, I am hoping, cross fingers, that it will be next week. But anyway. And now on to Leah. On to Leah. On to Leah. Leah, hello. Let's get here. Here's Leah. That's that's not a... a, Let's let Leah make her noises. Ooh, I like that one. Oh, I like that one too. It's very subtle. It is. I'm getting shivers. Leah isn't actually an alien who speaks <laughs> only in strange sounds. She is actually human. At least she was last time I saw her. Welcome to the show. Welcome from the distant Blue Mountains. Thank oh, you, Xavier. Not- oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, Leah really does exist. <laughs> yes, tell I'm us, really tell- here. I'm really here. Tell us a little bit about your background, who you are, what you do. <coughs> what you're doing right now, what in you've fact. Done. Yes, and even what you're doing as we speak. As we speak, all those interesting sounds. Yeah, what I'm, what I'm doing right now is I'm sharing with you guys um, some beautiful instruments, some of the tools that I work with as a sound therapist. And um, I use these tools also just for myself and my own well-being and inner balance. Mm. And it's lovely to share them with you guys. So what I was um, just starting to introduce there was a little rattle, um, a Peruvian shaker rattle and some bamboo leaves, which you might have heard just this subtle kind of, um, it's just very, very kind of subtle sound. It sounds like wind through the trees and that's also um, a Peruvian tool for sound. I have singing bowls here which are used um, in India and for a lot of the devotional practices, um, definitely through Tantra, so you guys will be familiar yep. with those. Um, yes, and I'm also yes. using um, these beautiful chimes, which are actually made from a woman in Byron Bay, and they're called chakra chimes. And yes, I saw them when I was up there. I was tempted to buy a set. Yeah, they're amazing, and they're so um, they kind of tune in. She's also interested in colour theory, but, yeah, they just really tune into each of the chakras and the resonance of each of the chakras. And you can use these chimes. They're, you can use them actually on your body. So often in sessions or even on myself, I'll place the chime 
into the corresponding chakra and play it and you really get to experience through those chimes um, discordance and also harmony and mm-hmm. you know, the theory is the idea is and the experience is bringing back into tune almost almost very much like tuning a piano you might be a little bit out of tune your chakras might be vibrating just a little off their ideal optimal frequency and you have those chimes to bring them into harmonic resonance is that how it works yes that is exactly how it works and um a little bit with my of my story in relation to sound goes very much way back to when i was a little child and working with myself well just working just intuitive and i think a lot of um sound is such a it's such a magical part of life and i think as well because we are you know, vibrational beings. We are we're vibrational beings, and there's obviously lots of, you know, there's lots of uni- there's lots of theory on the unified structure of all that is, and mm. you know, we can look into indigenous cultures to see that. And so, when I was a child, you I mean we can also look into quantum science now. You know, the theory of string string theory is kind of catching up with a lot of what indigenous cultures were saying, which is the the universe and we are all vibrating. So. Mm. And the different frequencies of those vibrations create the different forms that we see in this beautiful diversity of life. And so this is kind of a known thing. It's within us. And I think in sound we draw a lot on that and move with that. And as a little kid, just intuitively, I suffered from asthma as a little kid. And okay. I love singing. I always sang when I was happy and I'd sing when I was sad. And it really helped me through. It was just intuitive. I didn't even know I was doing it really until... Um, I grew up, but it really helped me with my breathing. So for me, sound mm. and breathing, making the sounds, it really helped me to overcome adversity as a young person, but also to express yep. myself and in a non-verbal way, in a non, non-linguistic kind of yep. immediate, um, immediate way. So it really, it really started, you know, my resonance to continue mm. months with sound. It really started as a little kid and it wasn't really, for me, it didn't really connect into my own um, sexuality until I was about 18 and I started to research and study a lot of Taoist philosophies and really yeah. make these connections between life force and sexuality and begin those practices. And so then within the Taoist practices, I found the six healing Sounds, which sounds, yes, organs. they have those too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to tell everyone about those? Yeah. Yes, yeah, tell us about point. your organs. <laughs> well, the six healing sounds, which relate to the body, and um, and it certainly um, are something that I use in my practice, in my qigong practice, is certainly something that I use in my body regularly. And so, um, the in traditional Chinese medicine, they have this great way of breaking down the elements and the organs of the body and the human experience. And so when, with the lungs, you have the sound. Sounds like you sprung a leak. <laughs> You're being serious here, Xavier. Oh, okay, fine. No, no. He's never Did, being serious. No. Spit, no, well, no just, just out of curiosity, have you, how's your asthma now? I don't have it anymore and I actually, yeah, I, it really sorted it out working with sound um, and also movement and so that's why you've seen, mm. you know, in my, my work you guys have experienced, I really bring in the movement as well because that's also something that really helps our 
us vibrate and stimulate us and helps us shift blocks and helps us mm. just come more alive. And, you know, at the heart of it, and even with these six Dawa, six healing sounds I'm going to share with you now, um, yeah. at the heart of it is really about, I think, some of the theory that all illness, all discordance mm. um, comes from not being present. And so that is our minds being fixated on the future or fixated on the past and sound has this beautiful way of kind of coming in and really supporting us to just stay in the moment and stay present to ourselves and present to our life. And our body can kind of sort out a lot just when we do that. You know, body has this natural um, immune system, this natural inclination towards homeostasis. A, fun, so a, fun, a fundamental vibe of wellness. Yeah, yeah, that's available to us. And, you know, it's a little bit... You know, we've got to get out of the way and sound really helps us with that, especially in the modern age. I think it's even more so because we're so visually evolved and yes. sound still is something that can kind of get through to people without them really having to think about it much or having much defences up or, you know, that people allow themselves to listen to music they enjoy. You know, everyone has, you know, a lot of people aren't so maybe into music but majority of people can be touched by sound, can be touched by whether it's the sound of their lover or someone telling them they love them or whether it's a song that holds a beautiful memory for them or mm. they love And it's quite a physical experience sound, I find, unlike sight, which is sort of is very much sight around is, the eyes. Sight is very refined. And it's external. Yeah, whereas, whereas sound, sound, you feel it. You feel it. It's you literally you. feel it. You feel it yeah. in your body. What, what, yeah, that's what's so it, guys. That's just so it. It's, and that's where I think it comes down to the, to what the ancient, well, you know, so many ancient um, stories and practices and, and as well now um, equally as many theories and ideas coming up through physics that it all, sound is vibration and we are vibrating and... Mm. Well, we've certainly picked the right medium for this. Give us some ex more examples of healing sounds. Yes, back to the six organ sounds. We've had this. So we start with the lung. In the Chinese, um, in, the, in TCM, there's an order to okay. um, the system, the five element system. So we start with the lungs. Mm -hmm. And that is, as we heard, the, the sound. Um, then we move through to the kidneys, which is. A little bit more like a wind sound. There's a little vibration at the end. It's more like... Yeah, you carry it on, don't you? Mm, and then feel it in your body. Yeah, and so let's go now to our liver. So if you just put your mm -hmm. hands... You know, I invite everyone, just put your hands on your liver. If you know where that is, that's on the... If you don't know where that is, that's on the right-hand side, just below your breasts or in your chest just below where your breast is and just there, your ribs are just there and near your sternum. So it's quite large, the liver. It goes all the way along there, but predominantly there on the right-hand side. Mm. And so if you just feel, you can even just imagine, and imagination is a huge part of it because we don't often think about the penetrative nature of sound, mm. but it can travel through our whole body. So... Absolutely. So can our imagination. And so if we mix those two together, it's quite a, a potent alchemy. So we just can imagine or you can literally feel into yes. your liver. Where the mind yeah. goes, energy flows. We've yeah. only got a couple of minutes before our first break. Oh, really? So yeah, oh, so I'd like to get on with this. Let's get into the liver. Okay. What's the liver sound? So we're, we're holding our livers and the liver sound is 
It's more like a CH rather than the SH of the of the lung. Of the lungs. Is it? Do that again, Leah. So what's the difference between that and the lung one? Oh, yeah, that was a sir. Yeah. That's a sort of like a hissing That's steak. A hissing. Yeah. Cool. And, and one one more and one more before we go to break. Yes. So let's move to the heart. The heart is Ooh, that's a good one. Did you oh, make that sound all by uh, yourself? Yep. Do it again. Yeah. Heart. Wow, that's like wind through a cave. I'm going to try that one. <gasps> I can't make the sound. We'll let everybody at home practice these practice various it during ones. During the break. Yeah, during the break. Okay, Can you just, just do the four sounds again, just quickly? Just quickly, one after the another? first four. That's lung. Yeah. Kidneys. Liver. Heart. Heart. That heart really gets me. That one. We'll let people contemplate that while we go to a break. Just feel the and then we'll get and we'll and we'll hear the last few um, healing sounds after. Yeah. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to part two of today's show on sound intimacy with the wonderful Leah Smith. Leah Smith, who's making some beautiful sounds for us. Before we went to break, we were talking about the six basic healing sounds mm, from the we, Taoist from approach. the Taoist tradition. tradition we did basis. lung, kidney, liver, and heart. Leah, what's the next one? So the next one is spleen, and that kind of incorporates the stomach and the pancreas as well. Um, the sound for spleen, it's it goes like this. <sighs> Is that right? Yeah, that's it. There's a lot of there's a lot of breath behind that, isn't there? There's a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah there is a lot of breath, and there's also another there's another one um, for spleen that we also use, which is um, it's more like a. Yeah, and this one can get a little bit gut, gut like you know, like a bit like um, mm. guttural. Gut, guttural. So. Oh. 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 oh, I love those. Oh. I think um, get affected by what? And by and the last one has a rather complicated name. So take us through that one slowly. Uh, the last organ in 
system is um, called the triple warmer or triple heater, but its other name, um, it's the it's the organ that doesn't have, it's not like the other organs <laughs> in the body. Mm-hmm. And um, it's also known as circulation sex. So it's really the heating system of the body and it's where we bring the heat from the top of our body down into our kidneys and down into our sexual organs. So this is for our life force, this is for our sexual energy, for our healthy balance. So this helps, to sto- this, ha- this helps to stoke the fires for the cauldron of sex that is us. Yes, exactly. And it and keeps us brings us out of our head. So, you know, mm. again, referring to health and wellness and we learned this so much from the ancients, you know, we need to drop the heat out of the top half of our body. I mean they definitely say that in, in TCM that, you know, most Trans- illnesses what's TCM? Uh, traditional traditional um, Chinese medicine. Okay. The theory is that too much heat in the top half of the body causes disturbance. So we, we need to bring that heat out of our head, our in, lots of thoughts, bring that out and down into the batteries of our body, which is our kidneys, okay. our adrenals, and that's what really gives us a healthy sexual expression. Okay, give and us the sound. Give us the sound. So the sound for the triple heater or circulation sex is he. I felt that. He. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yes, really what we're seeing here is that the body on the voice, the mm. voice tune our bodies and you tune your body with your voice and that tunes your mind and that's your personal body, your personal mind, your cosmic body, your cosmic mind and it's all the voice, the breath, the subtle breath and that's what comes through to the thoughts. And so we've got a built-in musical, in, so we've got a built-in musical instrument in our body that like a tuning fork that will just help us to attune with ourselves, harmonize with ourselves and especially with that last sound to bring the energy from the headspace down into the base space and really charge our sexualities. Yeah, bring us into um, bring us into our bodies, bring us right down into those powerful parts. And when we're present, we're much more aware of how we uh, use our energy, our vital energy, and when we're tired and when we need to rest and when we've got a lot of energy and we can express it. And all those things over time accumulate into, you know, a healthy balance in the body. How, does, how did this uh, affect this sound work and your explorations of sound work affect your own sexual explorations? Uh, in, well, in myriad of ways, um, the one thing that really comes to mind is... Um, the natural sounds that I make as mm-hmm. a person express how I feel. And in my sexuality and through through my sexuality, there are sounds with how I'm feeling as I'm in rest or as I'm releasing or as I'm stimulated. The natural sounds and the more I open up to my like I just I felt that the more I opened up to my sexual experience as a young person, the more that sounds just naturally came, uh, like spontaneous mm. sounds come out of my mouth. Um, 
and that increased the experience that I was having. It amplified um, the release that I was having or the yummy, beautiful, divine uh, feelings that, are, that were running through my body and it kind of helped that whole central channel of my body open because mm. I'd be engaged through my sexual organs and through my kidneys and then when I actually opened my mouth and I mean, sometimes it didn't even need to be a sound, but just relaxing my throat and mm, relaxed stillness. Face, that, yeah, it just really allowed that uh, innate rhythm to mm. to pulsate through me, to arrive through me. And I've explored a lot of, um, in particular, practices um, through uh, this one particular practice is called dearmoring. And the dearmoring practice is a lot about um, allowing your orgasmic nature and in particular your orgasms to mm. help you shift and take off any armor that you've, you've come in with or you've collected or you have around yourself and your own bliss and your own pleasure. And, mm. and what yeah, it's certainly desire. something, yeah, it's certainly something, I mean, I've discovered myself as well and what I work with my clients with is that when you do when you're truly authentic in your expression of your sexuality which includes your voice then it's just so freeing do you know what this sounds like to me what it sounds like a great um treatment if not a cure but mm. certainly a great treatment for the pornocentric culture mm. if you think that porn is Porn, pornography and the messages and the images, they're visual images. Very visual. And, and very often we don't associate sound and sex or we have a very limited idea of what sound people make during sex. Mm. Like porn culture would have like there's a lot of cuss words and, yeah, you know. Yeah, do me big do boy. Me boy, boy, boy yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Or there's no sound at all and just this really crappy music. <laughs> Whereas what Leah is t expressing for us today is the opportunity for us to explore sound in our sexuality, in our sexual moments, and to free ourselves up with that. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I really... I imagine uh, it could be quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, entertaining. yeah, I really resonate with what you say, resonate. I love trying to use that as much as I can today. Resonate yeah. with what, what you're saying Um Xavier, mm. I think it really is a huge shift and I have actually had a lot of experiences with different clients, um, definitely where that is a real key for men um, and a lot of this stuff comes back to being initiated and how were you sexually initiated and how do you feel and if, if, you know, if you were initiated through pornographic imagery and that was your only access to direct connection as a young person and or even as a you know, even as a mature adult, that's a real thing for you that can so stand in the way of your own authentic experience and feeling. And mm. definitely voice is a huge, huge key. And I've seen that, um, you know, we see that throughout the whole spectrum of life. You know, if you think about how a baby being born opens their lungs often through crying, you know, yes. that's their first breath of life. It's very profound. They don't always cry. We don't always cry when we're born. But, you know, there's a there's a deep connection to the when the lungs um, kick in and we start mm. breathing there, that there's often sound. And, you know, that's part of our sexual experience as well, being born and being created and creating. Mm. Um, Do you find um, a, that sometimes men find it harder to be um, expressive verbally sexually? Something I've noticed and when I've talked to other people that, you know, women might allow themselves to make some sound when they come, but a lot of guys don't make much, if any, sound. Mm. Yeah, I have found that um, mm. definitely. And um, again, the voice 
it doesn't have to be sound. I think mm. um, I think that it can just be an opening of the throat and a lot of um, we see a lot in modern culture that people understand climax as being about tension. And yes. so for a guy, you know, there's a lot they're creating a lot of tension and again, mm. if they're not um, relaxed. Yes. You know, if they're not relaxed and they're not allowing their body to to experience itself and allow it to come out of that genital center and have yeah, to well organs. up in a way, like to well yeah. up and out with, yeah. with an expression of sound that's just a beautiful release. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's a real key around um, sound and sexuality. It can be very, and especially, you know, um, linking back to what Xavier was suggesting before, when we need to come out of the visual what we think sex mm. should look like and just feel where we're at and and through sound because it's not for a lot of people it's not their um dominant sense they're a mm. little more just open just by focusing on it you know so then they're more open a little bit more relaxed i know i you know i feel that men absolutely love the sounds that women make yeah. in love yes. making and it really they really do experience that sound and and let that in and let that um influence them in the moment well, part of the whole tantric approach is that, mm -hmm. you know, women go further in their sexual expression than men can and that in going there they release an energy which, you know, nurtures a man. And, mm -hmm. you know, that energy I'm sure is as much a sound vibration as, as an actual physical energy. Would you agree? Uh, I would I would agree and I'd pro I could probably add to that as well. Yeah, but please I think do. a really interesting point um, that you're making uh, really links back into the Taoist, the Taoist philosophies around sexual mindfulness, because for a woman, yes, and we know that you know, you know, you know, we can we can um, orgasm a lot, and we're regenerating the same energy. Um, mm. Our loss of vital, they call it vital force or vital life force in the Taoist traditions, is when we bleed, and for the man, it's when he ejaculates. So, hence, in all of the Taoist practices, the woman, in order to really take care of her sexuality, she needs to cultivate and care for herself around her bleeding, and for the man, it's around ejaculation. Hence, why we have so many um, processes and practices to support a man to. Um, resist ejacul ejaculation and cultivate his energy so he's not exhausted and running on nothing. And so I think that can play out in sexuality exactly as you suggested in that once he has orgasmed, especially if he's very tense, he's exhausted, you know. Yeah, and then you get that classic roll over and want to go to sleep, which leaves the woman feeling abandoned and quite bereft. Yeah, I think if, if there's yes. one thing that Western culture doesn't teach men very well mm. is that it is possible to have an extremely fulfilling sexual experience without ejaculating. Mm. And, in fact, a man can train himself to orgasm without ejaculation. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think there's things. And that's, that's, that's a bit of a re that's a revelation for a lot of men. Mm. It is, and I think it's an absolutely transformative experience when they have that intimate moment, whether it's with a, you know, um, a tantric sex therapist, or whether it's with a, a partner or a friend, or you know, mm. to some extent, even in sound intimacy workshops, we work in pairs, and you're really opening up to have a an experience that you. You, that you can feel is alive and profound like a sexual intimacy mm. experience is. But through the sound, the body's relaxed, the body's opening, and that in itself um, is, is completely transformative for, the I think, the masculine energy where there is so much natural tension building and, 
and um, intensity building that they can use sound to just you know diffuse that energy out into their whole body so it's very Mm. practical and can meet them right on that point and I think it's a huge relief um, for men to actually go oh we can just stay here for a long time and well that's the thing because otherwise yeah otherwise the male orgasm is such a fleeting thing and it exhausts them and they and then I think also they too afterwards can if they've let their partner down they can feel low Mm. but so feel really drained as well and Mm. you know there's a lot of a lot of yeah there's a lot of people that don't understand that so you know it's really about men cultivating their own sexual health rather than focusing on how to please the woman and that it's important to be performing well for the woman I think it's really them understanding that's their seed that's their life force and they need to cultivate that for their own longevity and health in 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 for the rest of their Mm. life and that should be I think if that's the motivation um, it's much faster and um, it's much more playful. I think play is really important in all of this and certainly for me with sound, um, yeah, it's definitely uh, the playful aspect is really important and I have a background in, in the arts and improvisation and mm. so it's really coming back to that present moment and feeling, coming back to that present moment using sound um, and I love to careen that with um, the ancient kind of healing aspects of it and as you can you know just from talking with you guys you know we can see how practical those things can be applied once they're understood yeah and it's so aligned with this whole idea that I certainly promote on this show and in the work that I do that yes sex is playtime for grown-ups and it's not just about you know getting the genitals connected although that can be a lovely part of the whole experience but you know one of the things that you know you've just been saying is that when people share sound and are doing other sort of beautiful things with each other they can feel the energy in their bodies it's like a it is a sexual kind of an energy and and a, an entire and a way of connecting intimately which doesn't have to involve the genitals yeah. um, and that still makes you feel Fabulous. In fact, often better, well, definitely better than standard sex, which mm. can be a little um, dull. <laughs> given that we, given the, again, once the time is flying and we don't have much time before the next break, mm. um, think about this and we'll, I'd like to look at this in the next, in the last section of the show today. Sound cultivation for men and their sexuality, sound cultivation for women and their sexuality and sound cultivation for couples, it would be really nice putting you on the spot here, Leah. Yeah. If we, if <laughs> you could so, give, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if you could give us some demonstrations of mm. things that people can take with them and can practice in the privacy and intimacy of their own homes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, and for like- those who. And for those who are local here, I really would encourage everyone to come along to the next live Tantric Lounge event, which is um, Saturday the 5th, because Leah is our guest presenter there and she's done one beautiful sound workshop with us before at the Tantric Lounge. And I really enjoyed it. Oh, it was fabulous. So fabulous. I'm thinking oh, of asking Leah to take I over and, and run every month. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit, that's a bit lazy. I loved it as well and, um, you know, the Tantric mm. Lounges are you know, wonderful community of people to work with this kind of work because mm. um, they're on the journey and they're being supported by you and they're supporting themselves. And so it's very palpably, we really can do a lot and really move mountains. Oh. So stay tuned and we after the break we will hear some very, very practical things that we can do. And on today's Tantric Lounge we've been exploring sound 
intimacy, vibration, harmonics with sound therapist Leah Smith. And Leah is going to take us on a little bit of a journey in a few minutes. But first, Leah, imagine somebody comes to you, you being a sound therapist, and so, and they come to you with issues pertaining to their sexuality, etc. They may, These might take many forms. How? What does a one-on-one session with you look like? Sound like. Sound like. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm very much um, about treating the individual and also empowering um, the individual that they know what they need. So I obviously come with a lot of tools um, in relationship to if someone came and was talking to me about their their sexuality, um, I'd link that immediately to their life force, uh, yeah. whether that was a man or a woman, and I we'd start with the breath. So... It'd start with, usually I like to use, in the beginning of my sessions, I'll work um, some Qigong principles, and you guys also experience that in my workshop. So we'd start with um, their intention. So I just listen to what their intention is. And often um, with clients, I'll ask them to think of an intention before they come, just because that already really empowers them to filter out essentially what it really is that they're trying to achieve or what's the most to prioritise, what's the most important thing, sure. um, and to travel with that. So when they arrive, they'll already have an intention. And I usually don't actually ask them what it is because I don't need to. We just work and often it comes out. Sometimes they share it. Mm-hmm. So whether they're actually verbally sharing that with me or I just ask them to feel that, um, we'll usually start in a seated position and I'll guide them through their breath and through their natural breath, their breath, Mm -hmm. like the breath that they were born with. And I think when we approach a sound session and we've talked a lot, you know, we've talked into harmony today and the kind of healing power of sound, whether that's modern or ancient ideas around it, but there's also disharmony. And sometimes a disharmonic sound can really help if there's disharmony in the body. You know, it can be that, it can create that like cures like effect Um, Also, if someone's expressing something authentically and there's disharmony authentically within them, it can sound disharmonious. So there is a lot of this encouragement. Like I really like to encourage people that it doesn't matter how it sounds and I invite them to make sounds if they like. Just to sound, just to sound as it comes up. Just to sound as it comes up and to Mm. to practice not judging whatever that is but to be authentic about it. Mm. I know when I've done this sort of work Mm. with various therapists and stuff, you know, back in the early days, I remember feeling very self-conscious about making sound. Now these days, hey, I love it. (laughs) Make any sound that comes up. But it's hard for people to make, to trust their sound, isn't it? It is. And and the nice thing about a radio show is that all of our listeners can now put themselves in the position of being, oh, I don't know, patients, clients. Mm. Just imagine yourselves, hey, you've got Leah here, who is going to now intuit her way into creating some healing sounds and healing energies for us so that we can get more in tune with our inner harmonies and then we can express that harmony with others. Go go for it, Leah. Just take us away. Take us on a journey. I would love to do that. And a very key thing about having a session with me is that I ask and I invite you to, first of all, tune in with your own sound. And so we'll do that with um, a, just a humming. So I invite everyone 
to just feel into their own body. And, you know, it's true that it can be challenging to make sound, So, but we can all make a hum. So I'm just going to invite people to just feeling the vibration of that in your own body, coming into your own space and your own Yeah, using that connection to yourself as the home, the home base, your mm-hmm. own instrument. So feeling that vibration, feeling how that resonates in your body even now that you've stopped mm. making um, And I'm going to make some sounds. And just in your own time, everyone, I just invite you to come oscillate between listening and humming in your own body. much of what we do can be frustrated by being out of alignment with ourselves. Would you agree? Yeah. Given the moments that we have here to share with our listeners, let's see if we can all just collectively agree with a very strong attention to come into alignment with ourselves, with our greater purpose, with our greater energies. Let's just form that agreement now. Leah, lead Mm. us into alignment with ourselves and harmonizing with ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
Take us now into a place where we allow our sexuality to open like the flowers of spring. And now we invite those of us who are listening with a partner (coughs) to sit with your partner, face each other, and Leah, take us into a sound journey where the strong intention is that the partners harmonize with each other and open themselves up to a greater level of intimacy. Sitting across from your partner, women take your hands to your sex, one hand to your sex and one hand to your heart, and men take one hand to your sex and one hand to your heart. Notice your breath particularly your out-breath, in fact, only your out-breath. Just experience it, feel it, feel your heart-breath. Feel your hands, the beautiful energy that flows from your heart and your breath, your lungs, down your arms, into your hands and into your sex centre and into your heart. Feeling those centers enlivened and they're feeling you. They are you. You is all that you need. You have everything you need here to be a completely ecstatic, orgasmic, sound, vibrating being of divinity here on earth. It's completely accessible to you. So you're breathing out. And you're feeling your body. So there you have it, a little bit of a soup song, a sort of digest, what do they call it? De- degusta- a degustation menu <laughs> of sound, intimacy, harmony and alignment. Mm. Would that we could, we could go on for hours, but unfortunately because- we're running out of, t- we, we're, but unfortunately we're not running out of time. If people want to contact you, Leah, by email, what would be the best way to do that? Um, the best way is through my natural therapies pages website. So, um, which is on the radio show page. It's on radio. Can access 
Yeah. Yeah. Leah Smith oh. at mtpages.com.au. You can contact me through there. You dropped out. You dropped out a bit. Leah Smith at what? Uh, Leah Smith slash ntpages.com.au. You can find that on the on the um, introduction of my bio at the radio show and also um, through the, the Tantric Lounge, I'm sure. Mm. And I can't encourage people enough who are local to come along and experience three hours, three hours of that. <laughs> I can't wait. Yes. So if you're in Sydney or within close by, re- close by um, when is it? September 5th? Yes. Saturday. Saturday week. Starting at what time? Six o'clock. Six o'clock. Mm. And you can have a much deeper mm. nibble. Oh, Not nibble. It's nibble. more like more, more, more like a feast like, of sound, intimacy, harmony, yeah. awakening, and above all, alignment. Mm. Alignment with yourself, alignment with your partner, alignment with your greater sense of divinity. Mm. Yes, we'll definitely be doing that on the 6th. It's the 6th of September. Oh, it's the 6th, the is it? Sorry. Oh, it's the 6th. Oh, it's, yes. the, it's, it's the 6th. Saturday. It's the number after 5. It's sounds like sex. But with a, with a New Zealand accent. Yes, so it's the 6th, 6th of September 2014 mm. um, in Sydney. And you can find out more about that on the Tantric Lounge radio, uh, on the Tantric Lounge page or on jacquelinehelia.com. Yes, and go to the tantric lunch. Leah, it's been wonderful. It's been cosmic, truly. Oh, look, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm just kind of buzzing at the moment. I went a bit quiet towards the end there because I was just going into this like really lovely space. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners listening into, and the, this would have been feeling it as well. And the nice thing about this being also a podcast, you can Anytime. listen to it all again. We'll, we'll close now with the six healing sounds again, just so that you have it all in one little place. much Leah it's been a fabulous hour and um can't wait to do the tantric lounge next week so thank you viewers next week we will be talking about sexological body work with some of Australia's top teachers in that field viewers listeners listeners sorry I think I've got the sound thing into my head by now so thank you once again for joining us and we look forward to um talking to more sex geeks and bringing you some more fascinating information from the world of the tantric lounge next week thank you everybody we'll talk then